0: This is Arkham Horror, Badly. My name is Predir, and I'm playing Arkham Horror the card game. Just not that well. Hello again. Um, This episode is another one in my ongoing new series of Quantum Leap Carolyn, where Carolyn Fern, the psychologist... Has found herself by eldritch alien means, being having her consciousness transported into the uh, bodies of various investigators in moments of peril, and so mechanically, I'm taking a deck that I built for Carolyn, and I'm playing it with a random investigator every episode. So, uh, I won't spoil what happened last episode, but suffice to say, Carolyn has found herself being uh, transported into the um, body of a new investigator, so we're going to find out who that is in a minute. The essence of that, which is Carolyn Fern, shoots through various dimensions across space and galaxy, across eons, and suddenly she finds herself in somebody else's mind, The body is not hers, and the surroundings are alien and unknown to her. She's in a dark place. There are some guttering torches in sconces on the walls. She's cold, and she can sense that the body that she is in is afraid. She realises she's in an underground temple of some kind, an ancient place of stone and... Marble and vines and peril, but who is she? Whose body is she in? So we're going to randomly determine. So there are. So I've uh, started with uh, I think nine investigators who could have piloted the original level zero deck. Uh, we're now down to six. So the six uh, people left who uh, could be playing this deck today are Mark Harrigan, the soldier. Tommy Muldoon, the rookie cop, Sister Mary, the nun, Nathaniel Cho, the boxer, Diana Stanley, the reformed cultist, and Skids O'Toole, the ex-con. So, um, I'm going to ask my Amazon device to give me a random number from 1 to 6 in a minute. By the way, if you're wondering why there's an extra sound in the background, it's not me having found some kind of cool audio software, it's the fact that I'm in a conservatory and there's lots of rain outside, which has suddenly decided to downpour just as I was starting to record. So just imagine we're in the tropics uh, in Central America and there's rain uh, pounding on the ceiling of the temple that we're in. Because we're playing the Doom of Etsli, if you haven't worked it out. All right, so let's see which of these we're playing. So again, place your bets. We've got Mark, one, Tommy, two... Three, Mary. Four, Nathaniel. Five, Diana. Six, Skids. Rien ne va plus. Alexa, give me a random number from one to six. Here's a number between one and six. It's three. Well, if you were paying attention, that means that... Caroline is in Sister Mary's body. She is in the uh, shell of sister mary the nun so we're gonna take sister mary take the deck that's been upgraded since last time with some uh special guest cards which would normally not be allowed in sister mary and um then we'll get going after i shuffle the player deck right so sister mary is a relatively new investigator she is a guardian she has four willpower two intellect 3 combat and 3 agility, so a relatively flat stat line. Uh, my, the deck is a little bit flex, it's got uh, ways to kill things but also uh, other things because Caroline's not great at using uh, weapons and arguably neither does Sister Mary, but we'll see. Uh, because of Sister Mary's ability, I have put two blessed tokens into the Chaos Bank before we start. And at the end of every round, I will add one more blessed token to the bag as per Maria's ability. So, Carolyn is in the entryway to the Temple of Estli. And she realizes that Mary is, for some reason, trying to get to the central chamber of this vast subterranean Cyclopean temple. So... Carolyn is going to help her. She's going to use her wits and her knowledge, but everything at hand is in Mary's hands. So we're going to draw our opening hand. We've got a... I mean, I've drawn six cards, so that's a little bit of an advantage, so let's put that one back. So we've got Lesson Learned, Holy Rosary, that's pretty apt, Prepared for the Worst, Mano, our Mano, and take the initiative actually most of those are, are good cards the thing is i am very aware that with sister mary's two intellect she's going to struggle to make her way around this place um so we're going to try and dig quite deep to get uh, get something like a flashlight or scene of the crime we'll keep the rosary because that'll be nice it'll uh, give her a willpower boost and it will uh, boost the bags contents in terms of because less uh, tokens even better do we keep any the rest? Maybe I keep... Take the initiative. There we go. And just ditch the rest. So we're drawing three more. That's Kerosene. Not useful. Think on your feet. And Magnifying Glass. And Magnifying Glass is one... This is a level one Magnifying Glass. The one that costs zero. And that was added to the deck. Two copies after last adventure. That was how two of the XP was spent. So... We have a starting hand of Kerosene, Mag, Glass, Think on Your Feet, Holy Rosary, level 2, and take the initiative, which is already quite a weird opening hand. I think that possibly Lola, uh, no, the other one, Lola Hayes is the only person who could legally have this opening hand. We're now in uncharted waters with this deck. It is illegal for various purposes, but we're going to play it anyway because we are a bad boy, so... Let's see what happens when we flip the starting location. So the entryway is the first location. It's got a yellow circle symbol in the top left-hand corner. It's got a shroud of two and it's got a single glow. And uh, there's a resign ability for an action. And there's also an ability to mess around with the exploration deck if I have torches. Mary does not have any supplies. She is very badly packed for this journey. (laughs) But Carolyn wonders how she ended up here with no supplies, but there it is. So no torches, no ability to do anything um, helpful or, or good. Okay, so um, the, the agenda uh, simply has a seven doom threshold. And when it advances, doom on locations are not removed. And then act one into the ruins has a three clue requirement. And I can take an action to explore, and there is a 10-card exploration deck. So we're playing the uh, non-return-to version of uh, Dubovetsly, which I think is harder. So, I believe that we need some clues, and I believe that having a magnifying glass in our uh, hands would help. So I'm going to play a free magnifying glass actionlessly before my first action. I think that puts me at uh, three while investigating, which is uh, just ace. Um, There is one clue here. I need three clues, so I'm just going to grab this clue. Now, do I want to do something like play a Holy Rosary first? Probably not immediately. Do I play Take the Initiative? Uh, Yeah, there's some horrible, horrible tokens in this bag. There's a minus five there. Uh, there's an elder thing, which is a minus... I know, to reveal another thing and put the... Okay, fine. They're, they're, bad, they're bad, right? It's, it's, the, it's the bad it girls' bad. So committing take initiative to the first action, which is to investigate. We are three on two plus three... Six on two. Cultist. That is minus X, which is the number of locations with doom on them. That's a zero. That was a... Uh, an overcommit, shall we say. So we get that clue. We got one clue. We're third away there. Second action, I think, Carolyn, Mary, is going to try and push her way into the uh, temple interior. So we're going to explore. Second action. So I'm drawing the top card of the deck and I'm looking for something that can uh, connect to this yellow location. I have drawn something which does indeed connect, I think. Yes, it does. Ancient Hall. So... This has it is a red square symbol location, and it connects not only to the entry, but also to the uh, purple star and the green diamond location. So we're going to stick that over there, and we move to it free. Okay, so the ancient hall, as Carolyn trips trepidatiously down the halls, uh, she finds herself in a two-clue-three-shroud location. So this is still the second action because uh, of things. There is a forced effect here. At the end of the round, flip one of the clues on Ancient Hall to its doom side. We can spend three resources to cancel its effect. So that's not great. Um, It would be... I I do have three resources. I haven't spent anything. So in theory, I could do that, although it's quite a lot of money. Um, However, doom is lame. So... I think, final action, do I investigate? I've got no real things that I want to commit. I do have there's a single intellect icon on Think On Your Feet level two, but I think that's a bit of a waste of an icon. So uh, we're just going to draw a token three-on-three three to investigate here in the ancient halls and hope that we maybe draw bless blast or something. Three-on-three. Three. Zero. Wow. Carolyn is glad that she is in Sister Mary's uh, shell body. Right, okay, so there's two clue. I've got two clues. I'm in the second location. I've used my three actions, which was to investigate, explore, investigate. There's one clue on this location, and it's going to flip at the end of the round to a doom. So let's just remember that. So the upkeep phase sees me draw a dodge. That's fun. And gets a resource. Now, at the end of the round, uh, the doom. this clue is going to turn into doom, but I'm actually going to spend three because I don't want that to happen. Uh, I will find out later if that's a terrible claim. Okay, so there's still a clue. Um, and when the round ends, as a response for Sister Mary, I put a blessing in the bag. So we've got three blessings in the bag now. Uh, maybe if you're a diehard um, uh, action window fan, you can tell me which comes first. Is it when the round ends or at the end of the round? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Okay. So uh, we put a doom. That's the first doom. And we draw an in counter card. Entombed. Okay. Put entombed into play in your threat area. You cannot disengage from enemies or move. That's bad. Action, test agility, four, bad, to escape the tomb, or combat four, bad, to break out. If you succeed, discard entombed. If you fail, reduce the difficulty of this test by one until the end of the round. Aha! So, uh, uh, just as Carolyn is delighted that she's using her awesome brain to figure out exactly uh, what this temple is all about, uh, some rocks fall on top of them. So... I do have thinking feet level two, which has two agility icons on it. So I would be if I commit, that, committed that. I would be five on four. Mm. That's that's pretty much it, right? I mean, I, I don't have any uh, combat icons, so I think we do that. Unfortunately, so we're committing uh, a card. So we're five on three, uh, trying to uh, escape the tomb. First action. Minus two. Uh, nope, that fails. Okay, so that means the difficulty is now three until the end of the round. Uh, oh, lord. Okay, I think I'm going st- <laughs> to... Do I try again? Yeah, let's try again. It's going to be one of those rounds, I think. Um, three on the three. This is an agility check again. Zero! Wow! Two actions to shift entombed. uh Not pleased. Okay, we're going to try and get this last uh, clue on here because I don't want to spend another three to keep it uh, from dooming out. I've uh, got a magnifying glass, nothing else. So I'm three on three. Come on. As she, as she uh, climbs out of the pile of rubble, does Carolyn see a vital clue on the walls of the ancient hall? She does not because she, oh, she does because it's a cultist. I was going to say cultists are rubbish, but they're not. They're minus zero. Well, happy birthday, Carolyn. I've got three uh, clues. Three clues is what I need. And so I've got no actions left. I'm going to uh, just advance, I think. Yeah, that's fine. I think advancing here is fine. So we can advance at the end of the investigation phase like a boss. Um, the uh, the ruins are far more vast than uh, Caroline had anticipated. Carvings in the walls and the hieroglyphs etched into stone altars suggest the existence of a central chamber underground, perhaps a hidden passageway will lead Caroline th- with will show in the way to this chamber, the very heart of the temple ruins. So I shuffle the set-aside Chamber of Time. Uh, it is a chamber. It is of time into the uh, exploration deck, which has now got five locations and five uh, encounters again in it. I do not have any uh, chalk, so uh, I'm just going to boldly run into the temple, but that means I do have a vengeance point uh, in play, because I put the act, was it act 1b in front of the agenda, which means there's a a vengeance point of 1. Okay, so we're in act 2. Whatever is inside the central chamber must be very important. Much care was taken to obscure its location. We can again explore by taking an action, and the objective is that Caroline needs to find her way to the chamber of time and spend Two clues. So it's exploring time next round. Uh, but first we take a, a card in the upkeep and it's daring. That's nice. We take an resource. That's also nice. I'm on four resources now. And at the end of the round, I stick another bless in. So there's now four blesses in the bag and I just draw none of them. Just a quick hand recap. There's a Holy Rosary, Revel- Holy Rosary Level 2, which is hard to say. Kerosene, which is great. Uh, dodge and Daring. So I'm pretty set up for running away if I get enemies on me. So let's see if that happens. In the uh, Mythos phase, we've got the second Doom on. And I draw an enemy. I love my prognostic skills. Brood of Yig. So... Brood of Yig gets plus one fight for each vengeance point in the victory display. So there's one vengeance point because of the Act 1B text. So uh, this Brood of Yig, they are 3-3-2. Three, three, so three combat, three health, and two agility, and they are a hunter. They've got to do one damage and one horror, and they suck. Okay, so this snake person suddenly jumps out of the shadows as Carolyn starts walking down a staircase, and she, am afraid... Um, right, I have daring, but I've got no way of doing multiple damage, which is a problem. So I'm probably going to evade and then try and explore and hope that I can explore without explore out of this location before this guy readies. Okay, so first action we're gonna commit daring to try and evade this uh, snake individual. So Darren gives me plus three to an evasion uh, test or or an attack. Uh, The enemy gains alert, so if I fail, it will punch me, but I draw a card after the test ends, regardless of my success. So I'm testing six on two. Minus two is a success. So the Root of Yig is evaded in the ancient hall. I discard daring, but I draw a card and it's lesson learned. That'd be a fun way of getting some clues, is not it? All right. Uh, okay, I'm going to rest. Sorry, no, explore second action. So this is a red location. We're looking for anything that connects to this red location. Drawing the Grand Chamber. That does connect. Wow. Okay, so the Grand Chamber, which I move to immediately for Frey, has got two shroud. One clue. It's worth a victory point. So there must be a catch. Forced, when you investigate Grand Chamber, do not succeed by at least two before resolving any other effect from the skill test. Flip one of the clues on Grand Chamber to its doom side. Well. So that means that it's effectively Shroud 4 because if I succeed by less than two, then it just flips before I can pick it up and there's no other clues there. So... It would be nice to get this clue because I don't want it to become a doom. On the other hand, I could just ignore it um, and just try and plough on because oh, I could get victory points for that though. What do I have in hand? Anything that helps me? No, I've got a lesson learned which has got two icons on it, um, but that still only puts me at, what, five on two? Hmm. I mean, do I just ignore this location for now and maybe assume that I might have to come back through it at some point and I might be able to pick it up? Let's do that. Let's uh, explore final action. Carolyn sees a grand uh, t- uh, altar chamber with lots of weird carvings on the walls, but she wants to keep going. She wants to push ahead. We're exploring. So the um, this location is the Purple Star, we need a location that connects to the Purple Star. Well, um, all my luck is being uh, <laughs> prioritised to the start of the uh, episode. So I've drawn a Burial Pit, which sounds uh, lovely. This does connect to the Grand Chamber. Burial Pit is a three-shroud, one-clue, victory, one location. Forced after you put Burial Pit into play by exploring successfully, you must either draw two cards from the top of the encounter deck or place to doom on burial pit, or any combination thereof. Urns and broken bones fill this pit of ash and sand. The stench of rot has long since dissipated, leaving behind only stale smelling air, saturated with choking dust. Two stars. So. Hmm. Two cards from the topping Counter Deck sounds. not good. Um, the. Uh, the, the, so I can put Doom, and that would put me on 4 Doom, going on starting next turn to 5 Doom. There's a 7 Doom threshold. Um, I mean, I do have a lesson learned, but that only comes from an enemy attack. So if I drew an, an, an attack... And okay. I think I'm going to do 1 and 1. So we're going to put 1 Doom... Where does it go? On... Um, the location yeah i mean that's effectively two doom though isn't it because the doom stays after the agenda flips i'm gonna take two encounter cards uh so that's the first one and that's the second one all right so this is what before i move uh after i explore and i think i move there and then do stuff all right so First Encounter card. This is a terrible, terrible bit room. First Encounter card is lost in time. Shuffle a non-story asset you control into your deck, moving all damage and horror from that asset to your that manner. If no asset is here, well, we're going to just shuffle the Magnifying Glass into the deck. I mean, that's bad, but it's, it's not uh, discarding three cards or whatever the downside is uh yeah no that would be terrible. okay bye bye magnifying glass it gets dropped into the ash and sand in the uh surprising moment when when carolyn falls into a a pit with lots of bones in it and what is our lovely second card it is obscuring flipping fog so this uh, suddenly became a shroud five location um I'm kind of now hoping that I can use a what we call it a lesson learned here <laughs> that's a bite or a scene of the grime or something because it's it's not happening. All right. Well, I mean that was not great, but it could have been considerably worse perhaps. Okay. So, ho. Oh, that was the third action. Uh, in the enemy phase, the Brood of Yig does nothing because he is exhausted still. Um, so in the upkeep phase, it readies. It will move towards me next time. I draw a card. It's a second lesson learned. So I'm pretty much going to really want to play one of these this uh, this round. I've had it in my deck since scenario two in this series and haven't played it ever. Uh, and I gain a fifth resource. And then in the uh, end of the round, I stick a 5th bless in the back. These blesses are great if if I ever draw one. So we're going to put a 3rd doom and draw an an encounter Final mistake. Test agility 2. If you fail, take 2 damage. Oh, so agility two, I'm going to shall I commit dodge? Give me a little boost. Yeah, let's do that. So I'm gonna commit dodge to put me four on two. And it's a minus two! What a great commit! Okay, no two damage for me. So, this location sucks. It was kind of alright before it was suddenly Shroud Five. Um I, I the thing about Lesson Learned is that I really like it conceptually except when there's no enemies around because then it's not great Um, it does have two icons on it but even if I committed two icons I would be four on five which is bad Um, hmm. so I could sit and kind of start playing stuff like Kerosene and, and Holy Rosary and then wait for the Brood of Yig to catch up with me is it going to? No, I was trying to see if it's going to. It can go directly to the snake pit, but it can't. Um, the entryway is connected to the grand chamber, and the snake pit is only connected to the grand chamber, not the ancient hall. Um, yeah, it's pretty confusing. Isn't it um, so. It's going to be two moves for the Prude of to reach the Burial Pit. So do I just keep exploring? And Yeah, okay. What I'm going to do is first action play the Holy Rosary. So the Holy Rosary gives me a, a two sanity soak, gives me plus one willpower. And after I succeed at a willpower test on a treachery, I can exhaust it to add two blasts. So it's a little bit redundant in uh, Sister Mary, but there you go. Right. I think we'll explore second action and see what's around. So this is a uh, blue triangle location. We're drawing the top card of the exploration deck. And it's a crypt chill. Sucksaws test will power four. If you fail, choose and discard one asset you control if you cannot take two damage. All right. So we want to pass this. We're going to commit Kerosene, I think. Uh, That will put me at five six on four uh oh uh, yeah let's go six on four six on four this chilly chilly bone pit zero That oh. is think it's actual zero now okay well that's fine um and because i succeeded on a willpower test on a trajectory card i can exhaust holy rosary and add two blessing tons to the bag. So there's one and two. So there's now seven blessings in the bag, um, which should increase my chances of drawing one. But mathematically, uh, it, it, that might be true. But in terms of fate, I will never draw any. I've got one action left. I am going to try and explore again. Ill omen. Probably shouldn't have explored then. Revelation, choose a location where there is at least one investigator. Place one doom at that location. Each investigator at the chosen location takes one horror. Right, well, I will choose the location that I am at. So I will gladly put a doom there. That would be my delight. And I take a horror. Well, the horror is going to go on the uh, Holy Rosary. The faith the Sister Mary has is going to keep her from being horribly horrified. I'm going to discard that. So now there are three treacheries, and I'm going to see how many cards are in this acceleration deck. One, two, three, four, five, six, yes, three and three. My odds are still the same. Okay, so we're in the um, enemy phase. The Brood of Wig, Brood of Wig, Brood of Wig has great hair, Brood of Yig doesn't, Brood of Yig hunt, he cannot hunt directly from Ancient Hall to the bone pit, burial pit, so it's going to hunt into the burial chamber, which is adjacent to where Carolyn and her foggy uh, burial pit uh, location is. Okay, so we're going to draw a card, it's a second um, holy rosary, that's not, not useful, and a fourth resource the end of the turn i put my eighth bless in the bag truly we are blessed and then it's mythos phase so this is the fourth doom in the agenda plus the one on the location means that we're five doom down and there's a uh, seven threshold so there's two doom to go then i draw an encounter card a drum roll as i like fail to draw it uh oh, great it's another brood of yig Okay, well, at least now maybe we can learn some lessons. So the Brood of Yig, it's a distant cousin of the one that's next door, uh, pounces on me. So it's three, three, two again. It's a hunter. Right, so if I just do a thing, like maybe I draw a card for my action, I will take a hit from the Brood of Yig, which isn't great because Sister Mary has got five health which is which is like n- no health um but i would discover two clues and that would be well the the it would get rid of it, uh, the fog and it would get me a victory point and it would lead me closer to the uh, chamber of time probably I would then have to do something about this Brood of Yig, though, and I'm not in a great position to evade it, but probably that's the only thing I can do. Okay, let's draw first action, we're drawing Enchanted Blade. So in that first action, I take an Attack of Opportunity from the Brood of Yig, I'm going to take one damage and one Horror. One damage goes on uh, Sister Mary, with four health left, and one Horror goes on Sister Mary, with eight Horror left. As a response, I play Lesson Learned fast. Costs me one. When uh, play when you ta- play after you take damage from an enemy attack, discover two clues. Well, I will take that single clue. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, Caroline uh, gets punched repeatedly by the Vig and um, kind of kind of remembers that that's not great. But it does uh, it indicates to her that she needs to get a move on and find this damned chamber. Right, uh, th- I was hoping that I would draw something that would help me evade, but I haven't. So I'm going to just try and uh, evade this Brood of Yig second action, commit the other Holy Rosary from hand, and that gives me plus one, so I'm four agility on two. Four on two evading the Brood. It's a blast. So we're six on two and a zero. Wow. Okay, so that's a successful evade, Uh And then we're going to try and, and uh, explore. Now, I'm in a slightly precarious position here because I've got an exhausted brood on me. Next door, there's an exhausted brood who's going to hunt to me this turn. And I now need to leave, please. Uh, okay, so we're drawing from the top of the encounter deck and bums. It's entombed again so just as she's starting to crawl out of the burial pit after running away from the snake some more rocks fall on top of apparently she, she hates rocks now <laughs> I cannot disengage from enemies or move well all right so mostly it's bad now right mostly they they fall on your head at night mostly so that was my final action because I evaded uh, did I? Oh, yes, I took an attack of opportunity to draw a card, then evaded, uh, then Roxton fell on me. So I will remove this Brood of Yig from the Burial Grand Chamber. Sorry, not Burial Chamber, Grand Chamber. He, they jump on me and deal me some damage. So I have two d- damage now and uh, two horror. And then in the upkeep phase, the second Brood of Yig uh, leaps on my head. And so I've got two broods on me now, which is the, the, the two more than I want to have on me. Uh, I will take a card. Please be dynamite blast. Please be dynamite blast. Please be dynamite blast. Magnifying glass. Not the same thing. Uh, take a resource. I'm in four resources. So I'm hoping that I can maybe use the magnifying glass to focus the rays of the sun from the entryway and burn these broods of Yig. But um, it's, it's not likely to happen. Uh, okay. Okay. So at the end of the round, I put a Bless in the bag. I've got uh, eight Bless again now. And then I put a Doom. So this is five, six. This is the penultimate. This is the Witching Hour, right? So this is the last round before the agenda advances. And I need to find the Chamber of Time. But I think I'm going to get eaten by snakes first. So let's draw an encounter card. Snake Scourge. That's terrible. Put Snake Scourge into play in your threat area. Treat each of your non-weakness item assets as if its text box were blank until the end of the round. So my holy rosary is doing nothing. Okay. So we're in a bit of a uh, howdy-do. The two snakes are not impossible to evade, especially since there's eight blesses in the bag and they are agility two. I've got no agility icons in hand. I've got Enchanted Bladers. I've got one fist icon in hand. Uh, I don't think fighting them is very likely. No, I've got three combat. They've got three strength. It would be lots of work. I mean, it's the same difficulty as evading them. So do I just take a long shot and start swinging? Three damage though, so I would definitely kill at best one. No, that's too much effort, uh, and and Sister Mary ain't got no time for that. So we're gonna try evade and, and um, cross our fingers. Okay. So first action, evade the uh, Brudvig on the left. Three on two. Bless. Five on two bless seven on two auto fail. Second action evade the brood of the left. Now with two fewer blesses in the band. Three on two. Minus five. Final action evade the brood on the left. Three on two. Bless. Bless. We're now seven on two. Bless. Nine on two. Minus two. So it took me three actions, five blessed tokens and uh, that well that. To evade one of the Brood of Yig. So in the enemy phase, the other Brood of Yig hits me. I take a damage and I take a horror. Uh, and then in the upkeep phase, they both are on me again. So that was just just like the best turn, guys. Okay, so by the way, there's still rocks on top of me. So even if I do evade them, I cannot move. Uh, in the upkeep, I draw a card. It's prepared for the worst. I mean, the worst is basically already happening, so that, I, I don't need a shed with with items in it. Um, and I get a resource, so I'm on five resources. At the end of the round, I put one of the Blesses back, back in the bag. Um, that was really catastrophic for the Bless density of my bag. I took out five, so now there's only four in the bag, which is so bad. Uh, okay, and then... The snake scourge, discards, and I advance the agenda. So, uh, I I spawn the set-aside Harbinger of Elusia at the location with the most doom. There is only one location which hath in it doom, and lo, it is the burial pit, where me and my broody friends are. So... Just as things uh, surely couldn't get any worse for Carolyn, a gargantuan bone lizard monster breaks out of the wall and run, and runs screaming towards uh, Carolyn and her uh, combat companions. All right. So the, the, the Harbinger of Elusia, the, the Keeper Awakens, is three strength, ten health, three agility, alert, hunter, retaliate, Harbinger of Lucia can retaliate while exhausted. That's nice to know. Forced. After Harbinger of Lucia is successfully attacked or evaded, place one resource on it. Then, if there are two resources on it, it vanishes. So, that's eight, but, um, yeah. Sorry, that was a weird noise, wasn't it? I'm just trying to consider how quickly I can die. So, um,. We are at the start of the Oh and why Jesus an encounter card. I forgot. It could get it could get better. It didn't get better. It's a third root of Yig. So. Um, right. I, I repeat that drawing a dynamite blast would be would have would have saved me here, but uh, I, I haven't drawn it and it's not good. So I've got yeah, I think I'm dead because I've only got two health left. I, I suppose I can try and evade these guys. Okay, let's just try and evade everybody. Do I have any agility icons? I don't. So I'm going to try and evade the of Elusia first. I think they are worth evading. So we are three on three. Come on! Well, that's minus five, which which is n- n- not enough. Uh, second action, try and evade the Harbinger of alusia again. Three on three. Oh, that's a bit better. It's minus three. And final action, try to evade the Harbinger of alusia Carolyn desperately wanting to get away from this horrible monster. Bless. Five on three. Minus five. Zero on three. Uh, it's a failed. Um, so in the enemy phase, I get hit for five damage and five horror. I put one of the horror on the Holy Rosary, which is discarded, and I take four horror. And I take five damage, which is three more damage than I can sustain. And the uh, rather miserable uh, journey of Sister Mary through the Temple of Estley is tragically cut short. And as Sister Mary uh, starts being stabbed to death by uh, untold numbers of snake monsters, uh, Carolyn's consciousness suddenly zaps away from her as we fade to black. Well, that could have gone. I think better is an understatement. It was kind of fine as I was exploring, and I was exploring rather successfully, uh, but... Yeah, there's... Oh, wow. The next two cards in the exploration deck were, were, were encounters. So it would have taken me... Could I have gotten there? Uh, no, it would have been a long slog for me to get out of here. To be honest, if I hadn't drawn what is known in the uh, business as Dross uh, from the Chaos Bag when trying to evade the, these bruises of uh, I might have been able to get away, but that did not happen. The, the, the opposite of that happened. Uh, so, uh, debrief, I think that Sister Mary is... She feels tough solo. Yes, you put lots of blessings in the bag, but I think that, as we see... As we saw, drawing blessings blesses is a different matter. Uh, and of course, I think if you had a, a Sister deck, you'd probably build it to, towards her strength rather than in no way related to her strengths, like this basically was. Um, and I think everybody who's played this scenario knows that it's a, it can be a particularly punishing scenario. Uh, you can draw luckily, but if you don't, and you get bogged down by monsters, and you're not good at investigating particularly or evading, then uh, it's, it's kind of sad times. So I I like this scenario. And I, I like this campaign a lot. I love Forgotten Age. I think the Returns of Forgotten Age is better. Um, so maybe if I played Return to Doom that might have been more successful. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, as short as it was. And I apologize on behalf of the... Um, bloodied corpse of Sister Mary. Um, Next time I'm not sure if we will return to Carolyn yet. Maybe I will take a little hiatus from Quantum Carolyn before coming back later. I've got some other deck ideas that I want to um, inflict on you, my lovely listeners. But uh, in the meantime... I hope you enjoyed that and I hope that you will join me again where hopefully I am equally successful in playing Arkham Horror the card game, just not very well.